A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, and that industry continues to move forward regardless of what Mother Nature tosses our way. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting day across the state of Wisconsin, depending on where you are. Can you believe yesterday afternoon I was driving around looking at my thermometer, 42 degrees, and now today everything kind of kind of changes. We've got winter storm watches that are basically in effect for areas from Dane County and areas north and west. Till about 6 p.m. today, winter weather advisory in effect for southeast of Dane County till 6 o'clock tonight. Winter weather advisory for north and northwest of Sauk County until 6 o'clock tonight. Basically, what's moving in is a windy, colder front. We're going to see snow that could be heavy at times this morning. And again, early this afternoon, could be drizzle, could be flurries, snow accumulation anywhere from 2 to 8 inches. The heaviest amounts from around Platteville to Sauk City to Portage. That's at least what they're telling me now. We'll see what Stu Mucker, ag meteorologist, has uh, up his sleeve as far as results so far this morning. He's up in about 15 minutes. Also, talking about a big event that's coming to Wisconsin next week, we will play host to the National Outstanding Young Farmer Weekend. Uh, we just had one up in Manitowoc for our Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmers. Now we're hosting the national event, and that is going to be in the Appleton area. Stephanie Hoff is bringing us details on that, and we're hoping to catch up with our friend Mike North from EverAg for a Thursday conversation. Stick around. Hey, 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 what do you say? Yep, Valentine's Day, just right around the corner. You're looking for something a little unique, something special? <laughs> Look no further than Bavaria Sausage. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew. You know where they are. Online, BavariaSausage.com or Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 at their retail location, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Listen, if you're looking for a little twist up on Valentine's, think about all the sweets, all the treats, all the chocolates at Bavaria Sausage. All authentic, all old world flavor, like the real Mon Cherie chocolate from Europe, cherry, luscious brandy, rich dark chocolate. It's all right there. And listen, when you walk in the store at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg, if you've got questions, ask the ladies. They love to visit. Believe me, you'll learn more talking to them than just reading a label. BavariaSausage.com, open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. Yes, the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Winter Conference is back after a two-year hiatus, but it's going to look a little different than it did in 2020. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. For starters, the association is getting together for one day this Saturday, and the event will be in DeForest. Despite a different time and place, you can still look forward to hearing from industry experts and networking with each other. President-elect Tressa Lacey starts her term in 2024. She tells me that they decided to go with this new format because it asks for less of producers' time and money. We didn't do it in 2021 um, because people were still not really gathering in large groups. And we had seen some other success with people doing a remote, but we thought that that was going to hinder our camaraderie, which is a large part of why we have Winter Conference in the first place is to bring our members together. 
So we opted to just focus on our summer tour. So we used to historically just have winter conference, and that was a one-time per year event that Cattlemen's would have. But we had added summer tour, and so we thought that that could go in place of, and then having in the summer, we could be gathering outside. And that's always the third week in June. Uh, So we did that for 2021, and then we also did that for 2022. But after having summer tour in 2022, we honestly just felt like we were still missing out on having that interaction. And we thought it would be good to bring both events back and to offer both a February and a June event versus just having one. So folks, we'll be able to get together again February 11th at the DeForest Comfort Inn and Suites. Is that where it's been in the past? No, that's actually a new location for us. Usually it's um, at Chula Vista there in Wisconsin Dells. Um, But just due to wanting to try something a little bit different, um, typically it would be a two-day event. People would be encouraged to get um, a room there. Um, But we always thought that it could be kind of challenging to ask producers to spend that much time away. And so moving to the DeForest location, um, we're looking at just having a Saturday day event, um, not asking anyone to have an overnight commitment. Anything else that's changed? I I mean, I imagine the format must have changed a little bit since it's condensed down to just one day. Yes, it did. So previously, we would have some breakout sessions. um, So people could choose to attend two or three um, of the breakouts that we had. So we don't have any breakouts um, for this year's winter conference. So it's all just going to be group assembly, um, having the same uh, presenters for everyone. Uh, We still are going to be offering some BQA certification. That is something that we've always had offered at our winter conference. Um, So that is still a constant, but the structure of the meetings prior to that are going to be a little bit different this year. Is there an overarching theme at all or a particular focus for this year's annual meeting? We try to be um, pretty diverse in our topics to try to um, pique someone's interest, even if it's just one of the presenters. You know, the last time you guys got together for the winter conference, again in 2020, so a couple years ago, how much has changed in the industry since that time? And do you remember what the topics were at all? Yeah. um, One of our presenters um, was talking about, you know, supply chain and securing supply chain, which little did we know how much that was going to become the hot topic in the next year or two. So we were a little bit ahead of the ball on that. Obviously, we were still having some um, direct marketing to consumers happening in Wisconsin. I think we have the highest number of independent butcherers in this state compared to other states. Um, But we still have an issue with having capacity for our producers to find some place for their animals to get processed, even though we have the highest number looking at like a per state. And so that's a little bit of what we're going to be talking about in this winter conference, um, because we're going to have some representatives from the Wisconsin Grocers Association and a restaurant association to talk about selling beef products to consumers and just understanding the role that beef products play in like the overall business model of both grocery stores and restaurants and the challenges of facing that in the industry as well. So I think that's going to be, it's going to tie in a little bit to the the presenter that we had from 2020, but it's going to continue that conversation based off of what we've seen in, in changes in the marketplace in the last two years. You're also going to touch on some of the legal and policy aspects. You're going to talk research, and then you're also going to talk about trends when it just when it comes to general supply and demand from a national perspective. You know, really great lineup. Can you talk a little bit more about uh, how you decided to cover the topics that you will this year? 
Absolutely. I mean, we try to think about what the producers in Wisconsin need or the information they need to be exposed to to be successful. Um, We have a lot of people who feed calves, but we also have a lot of people who are seed stock and cow-calf. And so um, with having Dr. Jordan Thomas, the assistant professor um, of the Division of Animal Sciences at the University of Missouri, um, who I actually know from my time at University of Missouri, um, he's going to present on basically the production model that's found in most beef cow-calf operations in the U.S., and then discuss its lack of profitability, um, which I'm really intrigued to see what that looks like, because hopefully that will that will provide some insight to our producers on what they can do to change their model to be profitable. Um, because if we look at like the number of cows that we have in the U.S. cow herd, it's shrinking, you know, with significant inventory reductions. But how can we change our model that we are currently adopting in generality um, and change that to be profitable? So that's something that we had in mind for our cow-calf guys. Let's not overlook the fact that you're also a producer. Can you tell us more about your operation? I'm originally from Missouri. Um, I grew up on a backgrounding operation there, um, and then I found myself in Wisconsin about seven years ago. I don't have too many cattle. My husband and I just bought our first few pairs of Red Angus two years ago, spring of 2020. So we're just raising beef to direct market to consumers. That's what we're doing. But my parents, my parents are the real reason that I'm even into beef. Uh, my husband didn't really come from a cattle background, but he was excited whenever he met me that uh, I was going to make sure that we own cattle. <laughs> you know, as a producer, is there a particular speaker that you are really looking forward to hearing that you may use on your own operation? I would have to say that Dutch Jordan Lamb, who is our Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association Legal Counsel. I mean, Jordan, that just goes to why I'm even in Cattlemen's in the first place. Um not being a native to Wisconsin, but being passionate about the industry. I wanted to get involved and I wanted to be aware of what was going on on the legislative side that impacted my ability to run my business the way I wanted to and be a producer. And so that's where Jordan Lamb comes in for us because she not only informs us of the current topics, you know, that are being discussed in the legislation that we need to be prepared for, but also she's our advocate. She is constantly having those conversations and helping us have legislative progress at the Wisconsin Capitol. And keep in mind, there's more going on than just presentations. You know, as Tress has said, there's going to be an opportunity to get your beef quality assurance accreditation. You'll also be getting an update from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association during the business meeting. I want to ask you, too, though, is there going to be time to network? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We're not going to have, so typically in years past when we would have winter conference, we would have like an an evening um, event. So we're not going to have, you know, a three-hour time slot to network, but there will certainly be time to network over our lunch period, um, but then also during our um, annual meeting because Cattlemen's is going to have their annual meeting and we'll provide those updates, like you said, from all of the chairs. So that's certainly the time to be networking with all of our members that are attending Winter Conference that day. And then how many folks do you expect to come to the annual meeting? Um, I'm planning on about 80 to 100, and you don't have to be a member to come to Winter Conference, and if you want to come as a sponsor or something like that, there's other ways that you can attend um, without having a membership. If you're passionate about raising beef, and that could be dairy beef as well, then I really encourage you to come to the Winter Conference and check out what Wisconsin, Wisconsin Cattlemen is and what we're doing for producers in the state. As someone that's not originally from Wisconsin, 
I've really enjoyed interacting and getting to meet producers. It's helped me establish a network that I certainly did not have without Wisconsin Cattlemen's. That's Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association's president-elect Tressa Lacey. She'll start her presidential term in 2024. Again, the Wisconsin Cattlemen's getting together on February 11th in DeForest, Wisconsin at the DeForest Inn and Suites. Find more details on the conference at wisconsincattlemen.com. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Sweet of Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweeta metal roof. S-W-I-T-A metalroofing.com. Sweeta metal roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Hey, Wisconsin farmers. When you're choosing a corn hybrid to plant on your acres, you want a seed that's been proven to outperform in your area. In 2022, Wisconsin First Trials, Dairyland Seed Corn took home an incredible 10 first place finishes, proving once again that no one brings the yield in Wisconsin like they do. If yield is your need, they have the seed. Dairyland Seed. Contact your local rep to learn more about how they're bringing the yield in Wisconsin or visit dairylandseed.com. Let our family help your family. This is Matt Gunderson, and this is Elmer, <laughs> our canine cuddle ambassador, here to provide good-natured, loving, fuzzy support to further our level of personal care. Someday you might meet Elmer as we assist you with an individual life celebration. Let our family help your family. Visit GundersonFH.com. Over 100 years as your hometown life celebration center. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals. Then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank. Timely decisions. People you know. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bringing home the bacon, literally. This is the Midwest Farm Report. All righty, we're rolling our way into a Thursday morning, and I think a lot of us were a little apprehensive as we might have gotten started today. Time to talk weather. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. I'm watching some of the school closings that have already been announced. Actually, to be fair, they might have been announced last night. I'm just noticing them this morning. Looks like a lot of them are a little bit more towards the southwest portion of the state. What's going on today? What uh, Do we still have to prepare for a mini Armageddon? Well, there's going to be some precipitation, Pam, but the the axis, the line of heaviest snow has moved more into far southern Wisconsin. Uh, the winter storm warning, the one that's out for the state, is in Grant County, far southwest Wisconsin. They're under a winter storm warning until 6 p.m. Uh, any warnings or watches pulled off for La Crosse and Mauston. Only some very light precipitation expected there. For the rest of us, Madison, Beaver Dam to Fond du Lac, we have a winter weather advisory in effect until 6 p.m. tonight. 
And let's look at the radar to see some rain in Grant County, far southern edge of Wisconsin, Illinois, southeast Iowa, some snow north and west of that, northeast Iowa, southeast Minnesota, into western Wisconsin, La Crosse, Boston, probably seeing snowflakes now. The activity hasn't quite developed here in the Fond du Lac or Beaver Dam area, but I'm anticipating through the morning we're going to see some rain and then snowflakes mixing in stronger winds with precipitation. The low is going to make its way right up into Illinois and just off southeastern Wisconsin by late today as it makes its way further on to the northeast. That's why more wet and sloppy precipitation is expected into the southeast part of the state. The heaviest snow, kind of where I talked about that dividing line of freezing rain or snow yesterday, well, the heaviest snow is on that line now. Belmont to Madison, kind of up toward the Fond du Lac area. And in that area, I expect the heaviest precipitation will remain further southwest. But we're all going to see something and some accumulation along that line, even on over to the Fond du Lac area, where a couple of inches may very well be accumulating. But that wet, heavy snow that will be quite slick. I'll have forecast details right after this. Is your crop insurance strategy to just do what you did last year? At Compier Financial, we know how challenging it can be to navigate insurance planning. So we work hard to understand your goals and needs. Let us leverage our exclusive tools and vast experience to develop a strategy that protects your operation. Partner with us today. Give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit compier.com slash crop insurance. Compier does not provide legal or licensed financial planning services. Compier Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2021, all rights reserved. I grew up around animals. When I went to help a neighbor milking cows, it's when I realized there was a whole other aspect of being a veterinarian. And the dairy cows, I just kind of fell in love with them as an animal, the neatest animal on earth, so to speak. I really want them to be the best functioning animal that they can be. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer, founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support, that's BioVet. Learn more at bio-vet.com. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. The whole point of a turnkey installation is that you don't have to do anything for this system. We do it all. All the permitting, we do all of the work. Anything that needs to be done to make this system up and running and good, we take care of it for you. It seems like it never fails. I, I get a customer turned online and their solar is producing. Sure enough, that next month, they want to show us their bill. Look, zero dollars. Go green, save green at OlsonSolarEnergy.com. All righty, you got the green light to give us our forecast, too. All right, well, of course, it has that winter weather advisory until 6 p.m. for Madison, Beaver Dam, and Fond du Lac, areas from southwest up into east-central Wisconsin under that advisory. Expect a cloudy and windy day and a little snow, rain and snow mixing in. Fairly light at La Crosse or Boston, an inch maybe, not too much more than that. For the rest of us, as temps hit the mid-30s, I'd expect some of that rain and snow to linger right on through midday and into the afternoon. The northeast winds 10 to 20 become northwest in the afternoon, could gust near 35 today. Still a slight chance of light rain or snow at all should end in the nighttime, mostly cloudy skies. But cooler, upper teens, about the best will do for nighttime lows. Northwest winds 5 to 15 could still gust near 30. Partly sunny skies Friday, even more sun during the day. Cooler in the mid-20s with the northwest winds 5 to 15. And Saturday under sunny skies, upper 30s again. Southwest winds 5 to 15, gusting to 25. Upper 30s and sunny Sunday. Sounds like a real fine spring weekend on the way. 
Pam, I'd say Madison two to four, Beaver Dam and, and Fond du Lac, maybe in the one to three inch range, could be up five or six in far southwest Wisconsin. Wow. All right. Good enough, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow and compare numbers. All right. You bet. Have a great day. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, giving you the weather details that you've probably been looking for on a Thursday morning. Like we said, maybe a little deceptive right now if you're uh, traveling early, but uh, it's going to be happening, especially if you're headed towards southwest Wisconsin. We are actually going to be headed towards uh, the Iowa, state of Iowa this morning. We've got our friend Mike North from EverAg on standby. He's been uh, presenting to producers in Iowa, said he plans on joining us live this morning. We'll keep our fingers crossed. All those connections continue to move forward. Remember, let me know what's happening in your backyard. Use our talk text line. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go. I didn't think I'd survive. But I did ask for help, and Covenant House was there for me. One in 10 young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there. Covenant House helped me break the cycle of homelessness in my family. They gave me the love that I needed. Over 2,000 young people will sleep safely in a Covenant House bed tonight. When youth who are experiencing homelessness have a hot meal, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love, they can overcome heartbreaking challenges and have a brighter future. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed, and I'm succeeding. I'm a, I'm a speaker, I'm an author. Covenant House really helped me and really helped mold me into the woman I am today. If you or someone you love is asking for help, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. I look at this dairy cow, and again, it's the animal that I love. The things that this dairy cow can do and the way that she can produce milk, to me, there is no substitute for milk in the world. And to be able to keep cows and help cows produce that for people, to me, that's a privilege. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer, founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support, that's BioVet. Learn more at bio-vet.com. You can't change the price of gas or groceries, but you can change the amount of your energy bill. Benjamin Plumbing is now a certified dealer of Renai tankless water heaters. The number one tankless water heater in North America. They're up to 40% more energy efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art, energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Save money with endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Everyone dreams of that one special day. I'm not talking about a wedding day, a push present, or a big anniversary. I'm talking about a special day made just for you. Maybe you paid off the mortgage, finished a marathon, left the dork who couldn't see you for the amazing person you are. It's different for everyone, but it's a day that needs celebrating with a custom piece to bring a Mona Lisa smile to your face. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. 
your inspiration, your custom jeweler. That squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop, that's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a written estimate. We want you to be able to trust your brakes. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Experienced electricians come join our team. Here's Dan, a commercial journeyman forever ready electric. Family company, they take care of people, they take care of their workers. There's a lot of benefits to working forever ready, including the fact that when you work on your education, they do reimburse you for that time. They're very good about sick time and very good about family. Competitive wages, great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at everreadyelectric.net. For all your electrical needs, we are ever ready. Is fatigue and lack of libido keeping you on the injured reserve list? It could be symptoms of low testosterone. After the age of 30, men begin to notice this reduction in quality of life due to natural hormonal decline. But there is something you can do about it. Carbon World Health offers custom-designed hormone replacement treatment. They'll determine if you need testosterone replacement or growth hormone therapy. Don't let low T keep you on the bench. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. We're going to go to our guy from the Wisco Sports Show. Good morning, Grant. It's Grant Bills. Mr. Grant. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, it's a great day. We have the Brewers promotional schedule, and Rogers has a new retreat. And, oh, yesterday was the best. Both of those little uh, news nuggets that I got in the afternoon. I was so excited to talk about on my show. So what's up? When you you see Paige Sporanic bobblehead day, drop 10 minutes before Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show. What's what's going through your mind? Take me into the brain of Grant Bills at two o'clock yesterday. Oh God. Well, what I said at four o'clock was it was, it was an afternoon of everyone leaning into the bit, right? Like the Brewers <laughs> basically just leaning into the bit of caring more about X golf than the actual team on the field. And obviously that's not true. Right. But is it like, I, I kept saying, I don't know. I kept saying yesterday, like if I got together with my buddies and we were drinking beers and we were like coming up with a joke promotional schedule for the Brewers, just making jokes and be like, well, they'll have an X golf night. And why not have a bring Paige Sporadic back, have a bobblehead for her. Like that's what we would joke about. And they actually did it. Like they leaned into that bit. And then Rogers, of course, you know, not inventing a new retreat, but it's very like him to be like after purging with ghee butter and, you know, he said expelling fluids from every part of his body last year, right? Going into a darkness retreat. Like, it's just leaning into the bit, both the Brewers and Rodgers. Well, at least I feel like, Grant, he's trying something new this year. Like, the the complete darkness feels like it's a new experience for him. Because, obviously, the, what was it, the Punta Canta cleanse or whatever it was? Punta Karma cleanse? Pancha Karma. Yeah, whatever it Come was. On, you're the Rodgers guy. It, it didn't work this year. It didn't work. 
I uh, the, the psychedelics, the Panchakarma, whatever, it just didn't work. I think probably the, the Devontae Adams cleanse was the biggest part of that this year is losing Devontae Adams off the roster. I don't know. Is his retreat just going to get more ridiculous every year? Like he's going to eat ghee butter and then he's going to go into darkness. And I, I don't know. Like, whatever he wants to do, I'm not uh, – good for him. Like, I'm thrilled for the guy. I'm sure he'll get something out of it, and I'm, I'm sure it'll be good for him. It's just funny that we're talking about this. So, well, I mean, you know he knows well and good once he says that on McAfee how people will react. And, and again, oh, I don't – we don't mean this as a slight, but when it's discussed, it will naturally – water. it'll trickle down. We'll discuss it here. Rogers mentioned yeah. that he has had friends that have done said darkness retreats. Who do you think those friends are? not randall cobb is it you think randall cobb's done it i would i would lean more towards mercedes lewis if we want to go guys on the team do you think (laughs) do you think nathaniel hackett's done it i feel like nathaniel hackett would do it just like for the vibes just like oh i'll try that that sounds kind of that sounds kind of cool like hell yeah i I don't know denver was a darkness retreat in in and of itself yeah, no kidding. If Aaron Rodgers just hangs out in Green Bay in February, it's dark most of the day. <laughs> it, we live this. It's really not that great. Like, it's pretty depressing, but I, I get that that's different. Of course, I don't know. What's what's Rodgers' friend circle outside of football? Like, he loves Bakhtiari and Cobb. Does he have, like, friends? So we started talking like, about this, Grant. With- and yeah. it, we were like, we mentioned Blue of Earth because that all of a sudden was a, a huge <laughs> topic running in, you know, to the the season last year. And then we kind of yeah. went down the rabbit hole and we're like, well, you know, Blue of Earth, yeah, she's kind of like this, supposedly like this witchcraft, but she claims to not be a witch, but holistic. Who knows what it actually is? But yeah. then she was connected and friends with Shailene Woodley, who was kind of like all into like the natural healing, whatever stuff. But then she was friends with Danica Patrick, who remembers she was into crystals. Me and RJ yeah. believe that this all actually starts with Danica Patrick. But that was down our I rabbit remember, hole. Yeah, I remember listening to a podcast a couple of years ago. It was Danica Patrick talking about crystals. I was like, oh, she's kind of an interesting like mine, she had a lot of interesting things to say about this and that. She's really well spoken. I always really liked Danica Patrick. If we're stacking up Aaron Rodgers' girlfriends pound for pound, I always thought Danica Patrick was like the perfect amount of hippie, but also the perfect amount of like very accomplished and grounded. Like I thought Danica Patrick and Rodgers were good together, but I, I think it did kind of start there. He's been turning into more of a hippie ever since, but I, it seems to suit him well. Like he enjoys these retreats and he's got friends that do it. So I'm like, we're laughing and we're talking about these darkness retreats because it's fun to talk about on sports talk. Like I'm not dumping on Rogers for this. No, like I'm not criticizing him for this. It's just kind of, it's just kind of absurd. Rough hands, dirty boots and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. My man Mike North from EverAg is traveling the state of Iowa giving presentations, but he's going to start his Thursday morning off visiting with us. He's our special guest as we roll our way through what's bound to be an interesting ninth day of February. I'm Pam Youngke. Glad you're along with us. A lot of you folks are waking up this morning with all kinds of winter weather advisories that are in effect. Not sure what this one's going to drop on us. The latest forecast calling anywhere from 2 to 8 inches of snow with even heavier amounts around that Platteville to Sauk City to Portage area. So if you have to be out in it doing some traveling or what have you, uh, just be mindful of changing conditions. It's not just going to be about snow. It's also going to be about sleet 
as well as drizzle. So we're just going to have to watch and be careful. So today, as I said, is the ninth day of February. What can I tell you? So on this day, back in 1950, our very own Wisconsin Congressman, Senator, I should say, Joseph McCarthy, started to claim for the first time that he had a list of names that were known communists. This is the first time that he started his attack on people he believed to be in the Communist Party. He said he had a list of 205 names, and he started it on this day back in 1950. On this day, in 1969, the Boeing 747 flew for the very first time. They call it the Jumbo Jet. The Beatles started on their first tour of the United States in 1964 after they appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show. And uh, let's see, happy birthdays this morning. How about happy birthday to actor Joe Pesci? He's 79. And uh, I guess we'd call him actor Michael B. Jordan, considered one of the sexiest men alive. He is 35 years young. And now you know. Hey, Wisconsin's getting excited to play host to a big event next week in the Appleton area. It's all about bringing together outstanding young farmers from across the United States to not only uh, share their stories, talk about their futures, but also be evaluated by a panel of judges. Stephanie Hoff's got the update on what that event's all about. Wisconsin is hosting the National Outstanding Young Farmer Awards Ceremony this year. It'll be in Appleton from February 15th through the 19th. And Wisconsin does have skin in the game. Kyle and Rachel Zwig from Exonia are one of 10 couples in the finalist group. A committee of outstanding alumni are in charge of putting the event together. Rich Norris and his wife Debbie are the program coordinators, and they were outstanding young farmers themselves back in 2010. They come from a diversified farming operation in New Jersey. In case you're unfamiliar with what the National Outstanding Young Farmer Program is, Rich breaks it down for us. The National Outstanding Young Farmer Program was started in 1954 by the USJCs in Iowa as a farmer recognition program. Each year, we honor outstanding farmers uh, from across the country that are nominated. Ten from throughout the country will become finalists. It uh, comes to a climax at our convention each year, which does move around the country. And uh, this year it is in Appleton, Wisconsin, and we choose the four national winners uh, at that uh, Congress in February. It would be four couples or individuals. However, you know, I believe this year they're all couples, our finalists. So we have 10 finalists. And Rich, it's been now 13 years since you were recognized as an outstanding young farmer. From your perspective as an active alumni in this program, how has the definition of an outstanding young farmer changed in the past decade? I would say not at all. You know, maybe the 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 look of the farmers may have changed a little bit. And by that, I mean, you know, what their operations are. You know, before we were outstanding young farmers, you know, you go back 30 years ago and uh, most farmers centered on one area of agriculture, you know, row crop, farming, dairy, beef, so forth. And I think today... More and more people are diversified and, you know, having several different enterprises within their operation. But one thing I think stands true is that there's a lot of the cream of the crop in agriculture. You know, I think it's a very impressive industry with from our our more mature generations down to the younger generations that are just impressive people uh, in the work that they do and, uh, you know, what they get done. This National Outstanding Young Farmer Program starts again February 15th in Appleton. Rich, how often does Wisconsin get to host? 
within our group uh, in the Outstanding Farmers of America, we have the country divided up into five regions. Every five years, it goes to one of those regions. So, so the members from that particular region will meet at the Congress, and you know they kind of pick a site and location. Well, they would pick a location and then you know work with the OFA group to secure a hotel and tours and everything else that would fund that would go along with everything. Kyle and Rachel Zwig are representing the dairy state as the only dairy producers on the list, but they'll all get a taste of Wisconsin agriculture while they're in town. Rich, this is a five-day event. What are the finalists going to be doing before the selection ceremony? At the Congress, the finalists will come in, you know, get to meet each other. It's always a relatively intimidating thing. I know it was intimidating for us because uh, there's our group makes up a video of each of the finalists, you know, kind of a, wow, they're, you know, these other people are very impressive. They do go through an interview process there, which helps also to determine the four national winners. But a lot of it is, is networking, getting to know our group. The finalists are the star of our conference. So they'll be presented to the rest of the membership and getting to know us and so forth. We have a day of tours, and our tours are very exciting this year. We're going to the Keller Tractor Museum, and and this is all around Appleton. Um, We're going to a a large goat dairy. We're going to Discover, Wisconsin. Then uh, we're going to uh, Wayside Dairy, which is a 2,000-cow dairy for our tours. And then our our regional group, uh, on Friday night, we always have like a fun dinner. Our regional committee, uh, I think very excitingly, got it. So we're at Lambeau Field. We're going to be in their field house area, which will be really cool. What do you most look forward to as both an alumni and the program coordinator? You know, I think the the most exciting part of every Congress for myself is just getting to to visit with our friends from around the country. You know, there's there's so much that we learn from each other. Networking would be the biggest thing. To me, it's really cool, you know, in the different operations we have. I have friends all over the country. I was just talking to one of them two days ago that's in Arkansas that basically does the same stuff that we do. And, you know, we're comparing notes and so forth. So to me, that is really the most exciting, along with, of course, um, Every year is a unique experience from the the location that we're at. Um, you know, my wife and I have had the good fortune that we have friends that live in De Pere, uh, outside of Green Bay, so we have visited the area several times. But uh, you know, there's there's always exciting stuff. Good luck to Kyle and Rachel Zwig of Exonia in their run for top spot in the National Outstanding Young Farmer Program held this year in Appleton. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. I grew up around animals. When I went to help a neighbor milking cows, it's when I realized there was a whole other aspect of being a veterinarian. And the dairy cows, I just kind of fell in love with them as an animal, the neatest animal on earth, so to speak. I really want them to be the best functioning animal that they can be. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer, founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support, that's BioVet. Learn more at bio-vet.com.
On Wednesday in Chicago, we saw our barrel cheese drop another penny and a half to 157. 40 pound block cheese, that went up three and three quarter cents at 187 and a quarter. Double A butter unchanged at 239 and a half. Yesterday in Chicago, December corn closed two cents stronger, 595 and a half. November beans, they were basically unchanged at 1370 and three quarters, while the July new crop wheat, that finished up. 12 and three quarters cents, 779 and three quarters. You can tell that they're already a little anxious about the weather related patterns that uh, are occurring across the Plain states. Our March milk, 34 cents stronger. Last I looked at 1775 100 weight. The April milk was up 34 cents at 1817 100 weight. Going to be talking about why those dairy markets are acting the way they're acting and what is the most common question being asked by dairy producers and maybe even some of their managers in the winter of 2023. Going into spring of 2023, we're going to talk about that next with our man, Mike North. He's the main proprietor for EverAg, and he's joining us from his Iowa location next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Everybody's talking about regenerative medicine now because people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs or surgery. Hey, it's Ebo. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. Now, if you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids or surgery are your only option. Times have changed and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. Stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and me who are sick and tired of joint pain. Don't put this off any longer. Spring is coming and you want to enjoy all life has to offer. Call QC Kinetics now. Get a free consultation with local medical professionals. 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608-319-1750. Wisconsin Farm Bureau leadership opportunities have benefited me in multiple ways. Right now, I'm a member of the Farm Bureau Leadership Institute, and I always thought I was a good public speaker. And then we went through some of that training in our very first session, and I had these aha moments that I'm going to use when I am promoting agriculture to consumer groups. WFBF.com. You should reach out to them. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When it comes to custom jewelry, get to know your Denny's jeweler. The way Denny's works custom is based on emotions and it's based on the clients, what they are feeling and wanting and looking for. And eventually it evolves into this piece of art. I'm Nick Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. For all of you that had your first date riding around the field in a tractor cab, this is the Midwest Farm Report. Well, wherever you're going to be riding around today, at least uh, exercise just a little caution. I don't know. This uh, changing weather pattern, I think, has a lot of our weather folks a little, uh, well, let's just say rethinking their plan this morning. Our plan, as always, is to visit with our folks from Everag on a Thursday morning. Joining us this morning, one of the principals, that is Mike North, who had a lot of road time yesterday. You were uh, hitting up folks over in Iowa. Hey, before we get into some of the other news, what are you finding, Mike? I've seen you now a couple different programs. What are some of the most common questions that you're coming across 
from farmers these days, be it dairy, be it commodities? What are they asking you most about? Well, on the grain side, when will these input costs ever go down? The obvious question on both sides is what are prices going to do? And I think on the dairy side, uh, what is uh, what, what 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 does the the consumer look like? Because there's so much talk around the economy, and everybody appreciates uh, how directly we access the uh, consumer on the, on the dairy side. So those are those those are the big ones right there, to be sure. Well, coming off a record 2022 as far as dairy exports were concerned, let's talk about it. So here we are, kind of in the first 45 days or so of 2023. What are you seeing as far as product movement, uh, Mike? Price on that product being bid, what's what's kind of catching your attention every morning while you grab a couple minutes of peace and prepare for the day? And a cup of coffee, which is what I'm needing right now to keep the cobwebs off of uh, a long day yesterday on, on the road. But, uh, you know, end of day, uh, we had the global dairy trade this week. We were up 3.2%. That was a really good auction. And Keep in mind, it comes off the backside of the Chinese Lunar New Year. They're fully back in the market now. Uh, We've seen some much lower volume, some much lower interest as we closed up the year. But now that we're through their new year, we're into a new tariff quota uh, period. They ultimately can come out into force and and, and buy everything they need. And, And they were very active in the global dairy trade. We had whole milk powder up. 3.8% 3.8% skim milk powder, uh, even though it was unchanged, you know, didn't take away from that. And then every other index was higher, cheddar, butter, anhydrous milk fat. We saw everything moving higher, and that was really, really solid. And, you know, that that is going to be a big discussion point as we walk this thing forward globally. We'll be watching the next auction. Yeah, like you said, we have to pay attention to that because what I mentioned earlier, the need for U.S. uh, dairy products to move internationally. So now let's talk a little bit about strategy then, Mike. You mentioned one of the big questions you get, what in the world is going on with crop inputs? That obviously uh, exerts force on the cost of feed. So give me a little sense on some of the strategic planning your team and you are doing with uh, dairy producers, anybody that's really in agriculture. Yeah, because even if even if we are dairymen, we have access to manure, we still are likely buying at least some degree of commercial crop inputs. And frankly, we've had a little bit of a price break as we come into January on most fronts. Uh, most all fertilizer products are down 100, 150, 200 bucks a ton. There's been some relief on that. But the clock is ticking to get bought what's left to get bought ahead of planting. And frankly, as we look at that, we see, like last year, the uh, likelihood of prices moving back higher as we get towards spring. Folks had a great 2022. There's, there's cash in the countryside. The suppliers know that. The suppliers also have been forced to, you know, if they are trying to get ahead of those needs, they've had to buy the expensive stuff to make sure they've got it on hand. And the reality is they're not going to sell that cheap. So we expect prices to kind of move back up as we head towards spring. However, natural gas prices have fallen very, very heavily over the course of the last several months. And as we look to the south and all the manufacturers there who are making some of this stuff, we think there'll be some relief by the time we get towards summer. So some of that side risk nitrogen, next year's product for sure. Um, But here's the kicker. In every case that we've seen dramatic drops in 
the price of inputs, it's always first been led by a dramatic price drop in corn. And we need to wrap our brain around that. So if, if I'm a grain farmer and I want lower inputs, I already should be marketing against a lower corn price because that comes first. And so, you know, as we look at the landscape right now, I want to be a little bit more hesitant in, you know, bulking up on all my inventory or, or my input needs, but I want to be a lot more aggressive in marketing against my corn and defending those de- decisions with options and so forth. Same holds true for dairymen. Mike Norris along with us, one of the principals from EverAg, his office down in, in Platteville. You can find him online, as always, ever.ag. Now, Mike, you talked about the interest in what consumers are doing. I only have about two minutes left. What are consumers doing? Are you noticing any glitches in those patterns that are noteworthy? So we have really a war of two forces. We have a very, very low unemployment rate. That's keeping cash walking into the household. However, at the same time, we have a high interest rate going against a very high inflation. And as you look at those opposing forces, there is some pushback, even though there's cash there. And one of the things that we've been watching, which, you know, as I'm talking uh, across the country, um, I'm calling out, they're pushing back on the money they spend at restaurants and they're trading down their protein. So they may not buy a steak, but they will order that four cheese pizza. Um, reality is, is they're, they're pushing back. And anytime the consumer retracts from their spending out of home, that's a concern because 51% of our food dollar in America gets spent at a restaurant. So um, if they pull back on a restaurant, they're cutting back on the creams, the fats, the sauces, the steaks, the pork chops, the stuff that drive value back into the farm goods that ultimately drive the prices of the stuff we sell. So a little bit of a concern there. There's definitely some headwinds in our economy this year. And so, you know, we have recommended that producers on all fronts take a more defensive posture around the price opportunities than they have in the last couple of years. Excellent. Very good. Mike Mike North again joining us live this morning after an exhausting trip through North, uh, through Iowa to get back home. How do you suggest people get a hold of your team or you, Mike? I know you're out on the circuit a lot, but what do you advise them to do if they want more information? Yeah, you won't find my butt in Platteville much these days, but I got a great team in the office and uh, through all of our offices across the country. Fastest way to find us is just go to our website, it's www.ever.ag. You can find us on YouTube. We have a lot of free content there that you can pull up. Uh, that's also the EverAg TV channel. You can find us on that. Uh, and all of our contact information is in any one of those places. Beautiful, buddy. Uh, try to grab a couple more minutes sleep or a hell of a lot of coffee, and I'll catch up with you down the road, okay? <laughs> you betcha. Look forward to it. Mike North, again, joining us live this morning to give you the latest news as far as what's influencing your marketplace. Be careful out there.